Hi there. We're so glad you found us. Welcome to Embers, a podcast by Volo. We at Volo are committed to guiding teens as they seek to create authentic relationships in our increasingly digital world. Once these youth experience the power of being in community and their vast capacity for connection, we challenge them to go out and make the world a better place. Our circle is open to every race, gender, sexuality, ability, religion, and background. Our podcast is a hub of inspiration for both teens and adults. Embers is a place where our teens share their stories as they navigate the waters between childhood and adulthood. We realize they've got a lot to teach us. What they hope for sounds good to us, too. Join us here as follow youth explore timely and compelling topics, fanning the embers burning in each of us. In this episode, our teens dove into the topic of perfectionism. Together, they explored why so many teens feel the need to be perfect and the impact that can have on mental health. What they shared left us curious and hopeful. Want to hear what they had to say? Come along. I am so grateful to be sitting here with three follow teens who have kindly volunteered to sit and do some reflecting on a concept that I think all of us grapple with and um, are challenged by, and that is the idea of perfectionism. So I will let them take it away. Introduce ourselves. I'm Dorcas. I'm Lermon. I'm Macy. And yeah, we're talking about perfectionism. So by definition here on Wikipedia, um, perfectionism in psychology is a broad personality style characterized by a person's concern with striving for flawlessness and perfection and is accompanied by critical self-evaluations and concerns regarding others' evaluations. Wow, it's interesting. I, I think that definition is obviously accurate, but um, I think it just shows how, like, confining perfectionism is. Um, I think that's kind of how I would define it. It feels like, as a perfectionist myself, um, that I'm, like, always living in this, like, box almost, and it's, the box doesn't allow me to, like, have freedom or grace in mistakes and imperfection Mm -hmm. um and instead gets caught up in anything that might I guess leave the box and yeah I feel like for me it's really similar I just always feel the need to never disappoint people whether it's myself or my family or my teachers I just have this constant thought in the back of my head that if I'm not perfect then it'll I just won't be enough almost and I feel like that's really hard to deal with but it's definitely always there yeah it's more of like a presence and it might be like the presence of like somebody else or like a parent's voice or like I don't know some like somebody else like telling you like you have to be perfect at this you have to do like not just the minimum not just like the bare minimum but like above and like no one's telling you actually to do that and like no one tells me to actually do that it's just that there's like 
this desire to do it and it's a toll it's like a huge toll and like macy said it's like a box that is like very restrictive and it honestly like takes a lot of time out of like life and we only are given like 24 hours so like the time that it takes like it takes me away from other opportunities yeah i couldn't agree more with that it's it's definitely a challenging presence in our lives i think Mm -hmm. and i guess this kind of like stems into the idea of i guess i'll just put it out there for you guys to answer but it has to talk about but like where where does this perfectionism like actually come from like what's the root of it why do we why do we you know feel this way I personally, I would say that the root of perfectionism kind of starts in your childhood, at least it did for me, like whether it's how your parents handle your grades or your athleticism and clubs that you're doing or what you'll be doing in your future. I just feel like to not be disappointing, you just kind of have to keep it in the back of your mind and know that as you grow, you have to constantly be perfect. And with childhood, there just needs to be, I feel like, more of a, like, I guess, help from your parents to not put pressure on you. Because it's really hard as a kid to not be able to perform daily activities and have fun with friends and then growing. And as Dorcas said, having happiness and grace taken away from your life it's just a horrible feeling to deal with yeah I definitely agree with you I feel like I I see it almost as like like from like a young age you like start climbing this mountain and you're put on this like path um of being perfect and trying to live up to some standard and you start so young that you've just been climbing this mountain for so long and that there you you haven't gotten any break yeah that's kind of how I see it literally couldn't it be more like that (laughs) feeling of like okay because when I was younger the feeling of like striving for perfection like making your parents happy that feeling is so it's like so much gratification Mm -hmm. from like a young age to like feel that from your parents but then like as you grow, like you said, you're literally like stuck on that path and people are just like used to you being perfect. Mm-hmm. So and then they, they just keep going up yeah. and up and up. Yeah. Yeah. Like they don't see the part like where like the work that goes behind it. I feel mm-hmm. like that's like one of the important parts. Like there's a lot of mental work that goes behind it. And when you're younger, you have the time, the energy and because like it's fun. But then like when you're older and like say that your interests like go away or you're like into just like spontaneous things. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a beauty in, like, being spontaneous. <laughs> and with perfectionism, like you said earlier, as your definition, it's very constricting with the box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I feel like even with childhood, the praise that you get for being perfect and making your parents proud, you just kind of get addicted to being praised. And I think that when you find something that you really enjoy, you don't really gain the same praise for it. So you're like, oh, well, this isn't as important, so maybe I should just give it up or not pay as much attention to it and pay more attention to what my teachers and my friends and my family are actually proud of me for. So it kind of just leads you down this path of, 
I have to be a people pleaser and I have to continue being perfect or else I just won't, there's nothing else that'll make people happy with me. Yeah. So well said. Yeah, I was going to say the analogy in the beginning, A class, but it was like, like everything you were saying literally applies like completely to like the idea of perfectionism. Mm-hmm. Like just like a personal example, like for art, that was like an interest that was like beside like my grades, beside like those things. And it was like an interest that I liked a lot, but like it didn't fit the category of like a career or like what the idea of like a perfect life would be like the perfect path so like when I started to like do it like initially in the beginning like I'll be honest like people were saying that's nice but like go be go find another career go find Mm -hmm. something else that you're interested in and it was only until like I started getting perfect at it or like showing with like winning awards and other Mm -hmm. stuff that people were just like oh that's great that's great so I feel like another part of like perfectionism is like the gratifying like Mm -hmm. peace and the praise and like you said being like a people pleaser yeah i also think perfectionism has this way of being like a ripple effect like i think sometimes you can categorize it into oh it's it only applies to school or sports or art or extracurriculars whatever that may be but i don't think sometimes people realize how much it can take over every single aspect of your life um and how like exhausting that mental toll is um and maybe it appears more prevalent in some aspects of your life but I think it really shows up in little it sprinkles itself in in all all different forms um and it's really hard to get over and I think you guys both kind of got at it but it really just sucks the joy out of that like child feeling in you Mm. um that that inner child and inner joy I guess Yeah, I was gonna, like, that, like, made me think about how, like, perfection is kind of paralyzing in a way, Mm -hmm. because another example from, like, recently, um, I love making stories, or, like, making the idea of stories. Mm -hmm. I don't write them, necessarily. (laughs) I let other people do that, but um, for AP Lit, we had to write a short story, and I had an idea for a story, and it was, like, a really good one. But I was so stuck in my mind, like, if I, whatever I say is not perfect, mm-hmm. whatever I say, like, it's not going to be, like, like this great, amazing person who's written for, like, 50 years. But, like, that idea I have to be perfect for writing this story crippled me so much so that I did it, like, 30 minutes before simply because I had to. Which also, like, it, like, kind of makes a cycle of, like, wanting, if wanting it to be perfect so then you, like don't do it and you like put it off so then you can develop the skills to be perfect but then like when you're turning in the assignment like you don't have that time frame Mm -hmm. and then it like makes you think that you weren't doing like a good job which is like makes a cycle of like I have to be perfect I'm not perfect okay I have to do it again and Mm -hmm. try again yeah Yeah. it totally I think what you're like I think what you're getting at is that like it it totally like sucks the confidence out of you like Mm -hmm. you there's no like belief in yourself or um, trust in yourself, and like that's a really hard thing to build, and then to lose it um, is even more challenging. I think with the way it appears in all our lives is very different, but for me personally, 
I'm an immigrant, my parents, my mom is an immigrant, and I feel like with that there comes a lot of perfectionism because the whole reason I was brought to this country, the whole reason I came was to be perfect, to be the perfect daughter, the perfect student, the perfect, have the perfect future. So I think there's also this like toll on me where I have to not like, I can't, I can't make mistakes and I, I don't have the like, I don't have the like, the room. yeah, like the room to make mistakes. It's mm -hmm. not really something that's written for me. So I think with parents, especially, I just wish that like my mother or like my cousin's parents and stuff like that, I just wish that there was more reassurance that even though we did come here for a really rough reason, that life is still short and we still deserve joy in our life. And I think it isn't fair to have to live with the constant, like depressing feeling that you carry always, you know? And I feel like even with Dorcas, how you talked about leaving things to the last minute because you're scared of not like doing your best on it. I think that happens a lot with me in school as well because it is really hard, especially with writing, with creativity. People can be really judgmental even when you're reading it to the whole class. And I feel like the feeling of people judging you, even if you did try your best, kind of leaves you anxious and worried about how well you can really do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have a similar experience like having an immigrant parent and not being an immigrant myself. So like that like like begs the question like I don't know about you. I was just going to ask like do you have like the feeling that your parents are like passing on like their dreams and accomplishments onto you? Cuz mm -hmm. I know like personally for me that's very much true, but like I was wondering what you think about that. Yeah, I feel like my mom, she always wants me to study a certain thing and be perfect in, a, in math 24-7 because that's what she's perfect in. And I just feel like, or she thinks she's perfect because there really is no perfection in this world. Yes. But it's just a horrible feeling not being able to live up to the expectations that your parents have for you because they're, they were so amazing at this and they want to carry down that trait with you and you can't offer them the satisfaction that they're looking for, that they're looking for in you, and it just really takes a toll on you, so I understand that. I think this is a good leading segue into um, how we approach this topic with our parents um, and how they can support us um, as we navigate these tricky waters of perfection and how it spills out into our teenage lives. And I don't know if any of you guys have any burning wisdom. <laughs> well, okay, for me, my, like, personally, I know, like, I wouldn't, like, it wouldn't be as easy to go to my parents to be like, hey, mom and dad, it's been hard because I'm trying to be perfect and I, like, need room to, for imperfection because I've, like, had that idea of, like be perfect for mm -hmm. such a long time um so like maybe from a younger age 
like be open to the idea of like showing your child or like whoever that um imperfection is okay mm-hmm. and it's good to like strive for bettering yourself which is like i feel like that's the big difference mm-hmm. bettering yourself and like what skills you have but not telling them like oh so you're interested in this okay let's go 30 years and above because mm-hmm. like the people that they look at and like the people that they like will study all of those people have been working at it for years like they're mm-hmm. masters of their craft mm-hmm. and we're just kids we're just children yeah let them let them explore let them embrace all their flaws um and i think just give them the grace to be imperfect and be mm-hmm. like leave them room to grow because ultimately that growth is going to transpire into happiness and joy and lead kids on a path to have a life that's just a lot richer than something that is burdened by this idea of perfectionism. Mm -hmm. I also think that parents could approach their kids more encouragingly. I feel Mm -hmm. like when you see that your kid is into something that isn't, I guess, like school or grades and stuff like that just a hobby that they have allowing them to explore it Mm -hmm. and encouraging them and telling them that you're happy and proud of them is kind of really helpful because you're not attaching perfection to just academics and athletics Mm -hmm. but rather something that they genuinely like and that they genuinely find happiness in because they'll be able to grow knowing that they can like things and be happy without feeling the need to make everyone else around them just happy and proud constantly, you know? Like, you, you're mm-hmm. able to like something for yourself and do it for yourself and not for others. Mm-hmm. And I think that, like, um, genuine thing that makes us happy and those, those things, those hobbies, like, I think that's what ultimately makes, like, people so unique Mm -hmm. and really brings out the individuality of any community any group um and like says a lot about the growth of or the growth and the impact of change that um young kids can bring to the world (laughs) yeah just like a little add-on to like what you both said um yeah it's like not a bad thing as a parent to like want your kids to like (laughs) get good grades and um like go like do the like be the Mm -hmm. best at like what they do it's just like like you said before like making room for imperfection because not only that like perfectionism yes it's like one topic but it will like trickle down into other things and like i don't know who mentioned earlier but like people pleasing Mm -hmm. because that like i see that in myself and it is something like very hard like being able to like say no to somebody and going like saying I don't know the ability to say no I envy that because (laughs) it is like because you give so much of yourself away to somebody else whether it be like your parents goals or like somebody like at school you'll give so much Mm -hmm. and it's exhausting and like in the same way that perfectionism is exhausting I know what you mean and I feel like it's really hard to not be able to say no And I think it took me a really long time to learn that I can say no 
and that I don't have to live for others and I don't have to be the best at everything that I do, even though I am still <laughs> very obsessed with grades <laughs> and school and stuff, but just embracing mistakes and embracing imperfections, I realized that I couldn't go on being unhappy. Like, I couldn't go on going to school and having to interact with people and letting people take advantage of me because ultimately that's what it comes mm -hmm. to when you're unable to say no. And it happens with school and it happens with parents. And that unhappiness is just something no one deserves to live with. Yeah. yeah. And on both of those notes, to wrap us up, I would say to go out and embrace all your imperfections today and live very freely. And maybe say no to something and say yes to something else that prioritizes prioritize something that you enjoy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So at Volo, we always love to end with a single word closing that is a reflection of our time together um, and is also a reflection of how we want to be when we leave here. So I guess we'll take it away. <laughs> I think my word today with this conversation would be freeing. I would say no as my word because it's a single word that I want to go away with, but... I saw insightful as like one of the banners and I was like, yes, I feel insightful. So yeah, that's fine. And I feel enlightened. Thank you three for this speaking of enlightening conversation. I have gratitude for your honesty and your thoughtfulness. Thanks for joining us today. Like what you heard? We invite you to connect with us at followmain.org for additional ideas and inspiration. Music from this episode was created by one of our many talented teens, Miles. It was a pleasure having you in our circle today. Until next time, take care.